Alright, good morning, good afternoon or good evening my fellow trash talkers. Whatever time you're tuning in, I'm glad to have you on board once again. You're listening to Trash Talk with Dee Bork and I'm your host Dave Bork. It is Monday the 11th of December 2023 and this is episode number 9 of our NBA pod. And we're going to be running through all the events that just happened over the last week, especially the in-season tournament finale. That was a lot of fun, wasn't it? That was cool. I enjoyed that. Los Angeles Lakers winning the inaugural tournament yesterday in Las Vegas. LeBron James is a champion once again. <laughs> There's no doubt they will feature in our best of the best as well this week, as well as our time to take out the trash. And there are still two teams on some horrific, horrific losing streaks, and I don't know when it's ever going to end. <laughs> We'll also be running through some questions uh, as through our question time, as always. Keep sending those through at Trash Talk with D Bork on Instagram there, as well as obviously TikTok as well. Hit that subscribe button on Apple and Spotify to continue listening away. And as always, loving everyone who's sending anything through, to be honest with you, because there's plenty to talk about when it comes to the NBA week. So why don't we start with our best of the best for the week and we have to start with none other than the Los Angeles Lakers. A 3 no week on their way to winning the in-season tournament in Las Vegas. Uh, the start of the week, winning against the Phoenix Suns on the Wednesday on their home floor in somewhat controversial fashion, especially that timeout late that was called when no one really had possession of the ball, Austin Reeves, but... Boy, boy, speaking of Austin Reese, he was, he was enormous in the, over the last three games. But at the end of the day, the Lakers don't win this title without LeBron James. He was, he was incredible once again, and he's defying logic right now in terms of just his, his age and, and the level of basketball he's playing at right now. It's, it's incredible. They won yesterday's final 123-109 to 109 against the gallant Indiana Pacers team, LeBron with 24-11-4 in the final on his way to winning the MVP of the in-season tournament. Anthony Davis, 41 points, 20 rebounds and 5 assists. He was he was huge against the Phoenix Suns as well. He kind of really got him going, especially in that first half against them. And obviously Austin Reeves kind of brought it home late. And as we talked about with Austin Reeves, 28 points in yesterday's final there. He also had 20 against Phoenix and 17 in the semi-final against New Orleans. So they got big contributions from, let's be honest, their big three. I think, you know, Austin Reeves hasn't had the best start to the season, but he's definitely starting to come along now. They're bringing him, bringing him along off the bench. I think most people would have thought that he would have started this season, but he's somewhat found that role now off the, off the pine and being that lead guy. And he is every chance of still contending for that most improved award trophy, especially if he keeps this play up. He's he's not afraid to take big shots in this team. In, in a team where LeBron, let's be real, is the guy who's eventually going to you know, take the last shot to win games. But Austin Reeve had, a, he had other ideas against Phoenix in that big three ball to pretty much, pretty much secure the game there. So, yeah, a, a big week for the Lakers. They were... I'm trying to think. They're about plus a thousand to win the tournament, close to the start of it. Maybe plus fifteen hundred, fifteen bucks to to win the in-season tournament. And I think going into this, it felt like there was always going to be, I don't know, somewhat of a smaller market 
team that would have that would have won, or those teams maybe cared about it a little bit more. But in the group stages, when LeBron, you know, came out and said, "I want to win this thing," you know, five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand to play is still a lot of money. And it's funny he says that when he's on about three hundred fifty million a year. It's impressive. You know, he when LeBron, when LeBron puts his mind to something and actually wants to to take home the crown of anything, whether it be the MVP or whether it be a championship or, you know, the inaugural in-season tournament, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to bet against him. And he, he proved that once again. Indiana were, they played, they played very well in the final. They had, they hung around. They were, they, they were tough, but in the end, just too much LeBron, too much Austin Reeves, too much Anthony Davis. When, when Anthony Davis is putting up those kind of numbers, it's, it's going to be near impossible to, to knock them off because you know, you know, you know what you're going to get with LeBron, you, but you you really don't know what you're going to get from Anthony Davis, and that was a a superb performance from him yesterday. So big congrats to the Los Angeles Lakers for winning the first, and I hope I hope there is still some adjustments for for next year's tournament. I think it added a lot this season. If you if you go back to back to the quarterfinals. With Indiana playing Boston, like that was a that was NBA Finals type atmosphere there in Indy. Like that was awesome. It really was. And again, smaller market team who's going to care a lot more about contending for a title like this when you know they they probably aren't really a chance to win an NBA championship. So they had a very good run. They did have a very good run this week, and obviously they are our next team in the best of the best for the week, uh, going two and one for the week, losing, losing the final. But they had an incredible tournament run. They really did, and they beat Boston Celtics in the quarterfinal at home, uh, 122 to 112, and then defeating Milwaukee in the semifinal. When I think well, as soon as Dame got going, it was uh oh. I think I think we're getting we're getting a Milwaukee Lakers final. But nah, Halliburton was was incredible all tournament really probably unlucky to to not win the MVP if you're ever going to give the MVP to someone from the losing team maybe this would have been a good idea to actually give it to Tyrese because it wasn't like he didn't deserve it you know he had his first career triple double against the Boston Celtics in that quarterfinal win at home on the season he's averaging just under 27 a game just over 12 assists a night and you know just over four rebounds a game he's there's no doubt that he's going to be an all-star this year. You could definitely argue that he's... You'd almost have him down as probably the best point guard in the league this season right now, as things go. And they're such a fun team to watch. They really are. You want this team making the playoffs, and obviously I, I think it, it all comes down to the health of Halliburton. He got injured last season, and the team kind of went off the rails. But as long as he's healthy... This team is going to score the basketball at a stupid, stupid rate, and he's going to give them a chance to to make a run the Eastern Conference playoffs because they've showed that they can beat the Boston Celtics. They've showed they can beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, granted, it was just a you know a one-off game kind of thing, but those are pressure-type situations. Boston put in hard that game. They look like they did want to advance to Vegas. Obviously, Milwaukee advanced to Vegas after destroying the Knicks and. Indy gave it to them. They really did. It's impressive. I, I, I don't know whether or not a move's going to be made. There was plenty of talk in the offseason about potentially moving on from Buddy Heald and whatnot, but he seems like he seems like he's got it going of late. Him and Benedict Matherin, you know, you, I mean, both of those guys have probably the f- most fluorescent of fluorescent green lights playing in Indiana. So 
yeah, I, I, I do, I do think you got to keep them on as, as, as it's shown, I guess, over the the course of the season. All teams really, you need those knockdown three point shooters, and Buddy Hield and Matherin are those two guys, and playing alongside the likes of Halliburton, who clearly has shown that he's going to prioritise getting his shooters the ball and you know, averaging twelve assists a night. I think they do hold on to him. I don't know whether or not they're, they're going to make a move elsewhere, but I think this team is. They're still going to be one to watch this season for sure. I'd love to see them at least get through the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs because it, it's been a long time since Indiana's been relevant. It has. Probably, you know, when, when Paul George was there, they probably should have beat the Miami Heat. Uh, but that would have been the last time, and that is that is going far enough back for Pacers fans and Indiana basketball who haven't had a lot of success at all. And especially even in the college ranks as well, the Hoosers are yeah, not very good right now. So <laughs> it'd be good to see the Pacers have uh, have a run at this thing this season. So yeah, they had a they had a phenomenal phenomenal week, phenomenal tournament. The in season tournament in general was was a whole lot of fun. I'd love to see some you know tweaks and changes to it and whatnot next season. But at the end of the day, this has added something to the NBA. It really has. Because, you know, 82-game season, it's a long, long, long grind. But this gave it that, you know, FA Cup, League Cup kind of feel. And it was good fun to watch. I enjoyed it. I think a lot of other basketball fans did too. So, and I guess if we're going outside of the in-season tournament in terms of the best of the best for the week, we'll hit on the Los Angeles Clippers. They, Again, scheduling-wise, there wasn't a whole lot of games this week and whatnot, so they 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 went two and zero for the week. But one of those wins, a huge win against the Denver Nuggets. You know, Nikola Jokic obviously didn't have his best night there. I think he went about nine of thirty-three. Was his worst shooting night, still a triple double. But that's a that's a big win for the Clips because I think they've shown that they're starting to move in the right direction. They knocked off the Golden State Warriors a couple of times. Maybe, maybe they figured it out. <laughs> it's hard to admit, obviously, with not being the biggest fan of James Harden and whatnot. But yeah, a, a good a good week nonetheless for the Los Angeles Clippers. A good week nonetheless. Why don't we go and check out our garbage man and see if he's ready to come across with some trash? Because there's definitely some usual suspects in here. <laughs> Alright, well, I think we know the two teams that are going to men. <laughs> I mean, they're here every week, but and, and until things change, they're, they're not getting out of the trash. The Detroit Pistons have now lost 19 games in a row. That is super hard to do, and looking at their schedule going forward, it's hard to envision a win coming anytime this week. I would have somewhat circled their first matchup of the week against Indiana as a potential chance to knock them off, especially at home, if the Pacers had won the in-season tournament. They might have been distracted. They might have stayed in Vegas for you know, an extra night, have a couple of drinks and whatnot. But now that they've lost that, I feel like Indiana will want to show the rest of the league that they, they're not messing around. They don't want to be that team to, to give Detroit their first win in, in the last 20 games. I don't think they want to do that. And then... You look outside of Indiana, then Detroit face Philadelphia on the road, and then they travel to Milwaukee on the road, who, again, lost the in-season semifinal to the Indiana Pacers. So this is going to be a team that will also not want to 
be that team to lose to Detroit. So I feel like this is going to be another ugly week for the Pistons. They had a chance to snap that losing streak, but they lost at home to the Memphis Grizzlies, kind of losing their way a little bit in the last quarter. It's it's tough viewing for this Pistons team. It really is. Uh, and until they can get Jalen Durham back into that rotation proper, he's missed You know the last couple as well. That's a big thing for them. Can't see them getting a win this week. So then you'd be looking at you know, 22 straight losses going into our, going into our next episode next week. So who knows? We'll we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that when it, when it rolls around. Either way, they're getting a mention regardless if they get a win or if they continue to lose games. Speaking of horrific losing streaks, 16 games straight now. The San Antonio Spurs have lost. Yikes. Uh, we. Again, one of those things we mentioned last week, this team were playing the Chicago Bulls at home, so that was a chance to snap that losing streak. They're up 11 at halftime, playing very, very well. Wemby in that game actually had 21 points, 20 rebounds, um, but still managed to lose a double-digit lead in the second half to almost lose by double digits, actually. So, yeah, they're... They're a tough watch, and you look at their schedule for this week. They play Houston in Houston, and, and Houston have been dominant at home, really. They've been terrible on the road, but at home, they just... Uh, they, they look like look like an NBA championship caliber team, to be honest with you. And again, with the addition of, of Van Fleet to, to this roster with Dylan Brooks, it's given them it's given them that veteran leadership. It's turned Shingun into one of the best bigs in the league right now. When they just knocked off Denver later later in the week, Shingun looked incredible. He really did. On the road too, that was their first road win for the season. Maybe they've turned a the corner there now, and I feel like they'll put it on San Antonio tomorrow for sure. They really will. And then and then the Spurs face off against the Lakers twice, a team that's just won the in season tournament. They wouldn't want to similar kind of deal to you know the likes of Milwaukee and Philly playing Detroit. They wouldn't want to be the ones to to give San Antonio that that win. They'd want to enforce more pain, get them on to potentially losing close to 20 games in a row. It's, it's tough. It's tough going for some bad basketball teams right now. It really is. Speaking of bad, we're going to talk bad health right now. Zion... Zion came into this season with... A lot of promises, but also a lot of distractions as well at the same time, given his off-court issues in the off-season with a female friend of his. And now, he, he just he doesn't look fit. He doesn't look like he's in shape at all. I don't know whether or not it's the diet in New Orleans. Like, is he, is he just constantly having gumbo all the time? I, I don't know, but he looks awful. He really does. And that this team needs him to be a guy, and he's currently not that guy. Brandon Ingram seemingly doing it on his own. They've obviously just got CJ McCollum back into into their lineup. You know, Jones, Valanciunas, Herb Jones, they're a good team, but you're not going to get to that next level if Zion is not in the right headspace. Simple as that. Not in the right headspace and not in the right shape. You know, they, they lost to the Lakers by 44 points in the semifinal. That's not good enough. It's really not. And that, you look at their record right now, they're, they're 12 and 11. Like that, they're a better team than that. I know I know CJ McCollum's been out for a while, 
but this is a this is a big week for them coming up because they play the Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow and the Timberwolves are flying. But you get them at home, you've probably got to knock them off. But again, you're going to need the best version of Zion that you can get. Then you travel to Washington and Charlotte. You, you've just simply got to win those games. New Orleans need to start heading in the right direction and it'll all come down to Zion and his health at the end of the day because if he's showing that he's just not willing to get back in proper shape, then I think you've almost got to move him on. He's averaging he's averaging just over 22 points a night, just over 5.5 revs a night and you know, just under 4 assists a night, but... It's not good enough. It's really not. It's it's disappointing. It really is. Because I feel like this team, given the right situation in the playoffs, can give one of those top dogs a problem out west. Given the youth that they've got on their roster, Brandon Ingram is a, a next-level you know superstar, really, in the league. But if he's not going to get his running buddy to go with him, you know, those, <laughs> they asked him kind of heading into Vegas, you know, what are you most looking forward to in terms of if you guys do win the tournament? They didn't. But it almost was like Zion's eyes lit up and just by the outside factor of Vegas that they could go to certain places if they did win the title. That's what excited him the most. And then you look at a <laughs> you look at LeBron James who's just in the most incredible shape of his life at his age. That's what we all kind of expected Zion to be when he came into the league. That was the expectation of Zion, that he was going to turn pretty much into the next LeBron, but it hasn't worked out because he doesn't want to get in shape. So until until this kid can, can figure this thing out, he is going to be in the trash as long as he's looking the way that he is. Anyway, that is our trash for the week. Why don't we go to the socials at Trash Talk with D-Bork, as always, for some question time. We've actually got a question all the way from Singapore this week. At JYAP27, with the Lakers winning the in-season tournament, do they have a shot taking out the Western Conference? Well, they're currently the fifth seed in the West now, and obviously at these in-season tournament games counting towards regular season standing, so it's very, very profitable for all teams to take this tournament seriously, given that they're all counting towards normal regular season standings. I feel like, though, this in-season tournament took a lot out of LeBron and took a lot out of AD. They both played big, big minutes. So you'd think over the next week or two you're going to see, I guess, their minutes come back a little bit because you don't want to burn these guys out in you know early December. You don't. The West is super, super, super deep right now. It is. And you you know, you look at the likes of Denver who have somewhat dropped off a little bit over the last week. I think they're trying to bring Jamal Murray back in into that rotation given he he missed some time and Jokic is playing a bit angry of late, but I don't know. Once they obviously get it right, I think they're gonna be fine. You know, if you, you got them, you've got Phoenix, you've got Sacramento, Minnesota are flying, OKC playing super well. The Clippers, if they figure it out, there's just so many teams that can take out the Western Conference. So would I be surprised if the Lakers do win it? Absolutely not. I wouldn't because they're a very good team. You've you just got to get that production, though, from the others. When I say the others, you know, you mean Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell. Those guys need to put in because you can't keep putting this burn on LeBron James 
to take you all the way to Western Conference glory or NBA championship glory, even though he did it in the in-season tournament, but obviously smaller sample size of games for that. So I'm going to lean towards they will not win the Western Conference, but for them to be the biggest chance possible, they need to win that division. And that division is so strong. It is Phoenix, Sacramento, Clippers, Golden State. Yeah, it's it's tough. Good luck to them if they do, though, man. If they if they do, then LeBron finally gets his parade. I wonder if he gets his parade now for winning the in-season tournament. <laughs> but he's got a lot going on himself now, too, with Bronny making his USC debut, too. So, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot going on in the world of LeBron James. Maybe this could be his last you know, championship crown the, with the in-season tournament. Winning the inaugural one probably was a big thing to him as well to have that on his resume as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. So, yeah, it's it's going to be tough for him to win the West. But, I don't know, hope you're enjoying your games in uh, in Singapore over there, mate, and celebrating the championship. I know, big, big Lakers fan from Singapore. Yappy, well played, mate. Thank you for sending that through. We had we had a couple of bets over the weekend in terms of best bets actions. We were... No dice with the in-season tournament final. But we'll see if we can find ourselves a winner for NBA Tuesday. What do we got for tomorrow? Jerry boy. Show me the money! Okay. Let's try. Let's go have a NBA Tuesday parlay tomorrow. We'll go with the... Denver Nuggets and the Atlanta Hawks over 240 and a half. It's Denver have been a little bit weird of late. And Atlanta obviously can push the absolute daylights out of the ball. So as long as all, all their all their guys are in and, and fit and firing ready to go tomorrow, given Trey Young's missed missed a couple of late, but it looks like he is in tomorrow. I'll be leaning towards the over 240.5. All Denver guys are back in the lineup, and I feel like Atlanta will battle to keep them under close enough to 130 tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll go with the over there, and then we will lean towards the Orlando Magic on the money line against the Cleveland Cavaliers at home. News that Evan Mobley is doubtful for tomorrow's matchup, so I'll be leaning towards Orlando, who have been very, very strong at home. Uh, and a little bit of a little bit of revenge for their last outing against the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you're getting three dollars thirty-seven about that, or plus two thirty-seven. As always, with a lot of our best bets with the NBA, keep your eyes out on Instagram and TikTok at Trash Talk with D Bork for those. We'll continue posting on there for that. But yeah, this has been the NBA pod for this week. It's going to be good to get back into NBA action now. The in-season tournament is done. And you know, leading into leading into Christmas time in a couple of weeks, it's going to be it's going to be a fun it's going to be a fun couple of weeks for sure. But hope everyone has had a great weekend coming off that, and enjoy your start to the week. I'll be seeing you on Wednesday for the NFL pod. Have a good night. <laughs>